Hello and welcome to the Loot Cabal podcast. This is a very special episode because we've turning one and we've done 25 episodes thus far. I mean, we've had a few episodes on our offshoots in um, sports and uh, food as well. But in our movie series, this is going to be our 25th episode. And therefore, we picked a very special movie this time, Birumandi by Kamal Hasan. A lot of people might argue that this is probably his best work thus far. And uh, we are here to talk a lot about it. Uh, we have a special guest and along with the other members of the pod. So this is Max Tavinci. And then let me introduce uh, just me. Hey. Then we have um, the regular guys, uh, Grad Wolf, Ananta, Ashoka, and Complicato or Deepak. For this episode, because being so special and the movie being so iconic, we're going to do a different format. Um, we're not going to go and pick a primary reviewer and then talk about the movie. We wanted to do a little more structured approach of going around it. To tell you more about that, uh, Pak, take it away. Thanks, Max. Uh, so what we want to do on this episode is simulate how we consume content or uh, at least Indian movie related content in uh, in India and sort of the release cadence and the way that uh, information is uh, relayed to us with regard to the movie. So we'll spend a little bit of time, we'll split it into chapters and we'll spend a little bit of time talking first about how we heard about the movie, what were the initial promotions like, I think uh, this movie in particular will ha- will ha- each of us will have a very interesting point of view because there was a fair amount of controversy surrounding the movie when it was announced. Second, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the music, the music release, and our perception of the album and what our expectations for the movie were when we heard the music for the first time. And then uh, in chapters three and four, we'll talk about uh, our first movie viewing experience, and then we'll also start talking about the movie itself. And it's probably where we'll spend uh, most of the time on the pod. So let's kick it off with uh, chapter one. I'd like to hear about uh, how you guys heard about the movie for the first time. For me, I think the first first uh, promotional materials I saw for the movie was this giant billboard that I saw uh, on the way to college uh, from the co- from our college bus. It is a picture of uh, the three faces, uh, the three primary characters in the movie. You know, in the shape of uh, Brahma's head, basically. So the center is Kamal Hassan's face. On the uh, on the left was Napoleon's face, who's playing Nalama Naikar in the movie and on the right is Pasupati who plays Kutala Deva. That was my first introduction to the movie. I'd like to get, I'd like to hear the group's uh, thoughts on how they heard about the movie first, what their first impressions were. I think the poster that uh, Pak is talking about is the same poster that I uh, remember seeing. Uh, and I think the poster probably became famous after the controversies around the name started. And it. Uh, I remember actually seeing the poster as uh, Sandhir first. Uh, before I think it became uh, Virumandi. But I think in terms of promotion, the greatest promotion for this movie was the controversy surrounding it. And I think the release also went through some bit of delay because of this. Yeah, not just the, uh, not just, uh, the release. I think the, the shooting and the production itself was pretty delayed because as soon as we announced the title and the initial promo came out, they started creating issues right around the title. So for those of you who are not familiar with uh, the controversy, uh, Dr. Krishnaswamy, who leads a Dalit party in, in, in Tamil Nadu called Pudhiya Tamilagam, had an issue because the original uh, title for the film was called Sandir. Sandir. 
and and it's uh, thandier is typically the nickname for a upper caste rogue who's inciting violence uh, in a locality in uh, rural or uh, you know small town uh, areas in uh, in tamil nadu so there's a there's a sort of a caste implication in that name and so there was a lot of uh, controversy surrounding the usage of the title because they thought it was a glorification of caste violence there were already existing allegations of uh, caste violence uh, against kamla hasan because of uh, what happened with devarmagan and the use of potri padri ponne in uh, devarmagan and i think uh, a small time politician who uh, you know who was looking to gain some political mileage decided to use this title controversy as a way to get his name out in the public and so that's uh, that, i think that served as a, while that served as publicity for the film i think kamal could have done without the hassles and the uh, the, the issues that it created for himself uh I, more than it just being a publicity thing i think it uh, is important to at least be sensitive about these things right i think it brought at least that issue to light yeah i mean obviously there were lots of issues around the production and the release and it did cause like a lot of trouble but i guess uh, sensitization happens only when people speak out whether it is for publicity or political gains or whatever it is right that's fair and that's a fair point you know this is a question that uh, that you know i think will continuously be discussed as long as uh, populist art like cinema is around uh, like is kamal at fault for the fact that uh, many people in the devar community saw potri paradi ponne as as a calling anthem for themselves to to sort of uh, take pride in their upper caste uh, you know privilege i i don't think uh, in my personal stance is probably that the artist is not liable for how the audience chooses to misrepresent or falsely or like uh, incorrectly receive the message in the song but uh, i think the dialogue is not wholly irrelevant and it's not wholly unnecessary like like gayatri said so that's probably fair the movie came out in 2004 but at least to me it was in it, it was those sort of movie because that was the stage in my life where that was that those kind of movies were not kosher to discuss among college students like 2003 kadal kondain came out and it was the i mean it was the go to movie for people in in at least the college circles to watch and stuff like that whereas virumandi even before release it was uh, as as park and gayatri were saying that it was a movie that was uh, filled with controversy and it gave a vibe that this is going to be a heavy movie right and that was the kind of movies that we were trying to avoid so back in 2004 i missed the whole train of watching that movie in the theater though people who came back had a very simplistic uh, definition for the movie மச்சா கமல் வந்து ராஷமோன் காப்பி அடிச்சிட்டேன் but uh, it took me like around 4 uh, to 5 years later when i saw it saw the movie not even on tv i mean i as if as every young indian is uh, wont to do <laughs> i downloaded the movie and watched it that's when i was like uh, i mean even the first watch was first watch i was 
suspicious but uh, let me get to that later in other sections but uh, this was a 2009 is when i first saw virumandi and i've seen it like around four to five times since because i keep having deep suspicions that there is more to the movie and this is just my obsession with the movie and with movies in general i keep thinking that day maeda varado idukulla irukke kind of feeling doesn't go away that easily and probably that's the greatness of the movie itself so if you ask me 2009 with the 2004 release though though to be fair when the movie came out kombula puvasuthi was a massive hit for obvious reasons so that's my startings with virumandi yeah so i remember that the the time lag thing is actually pretty interesting because i remember very clearly how it happened so i was in college i was going between chennai and sripurambudur uh and th- that's when i saw the poster for the first time then i also remember very specifically because we had a you know college they do these like uh, quiz question group discussion type things and um, i i was in my final year so 2002 final year there was already uh, the controversy controversy was already raging and uh, i think after some time they changed the name from sandhir to virmandi and i remember uh, as uh, you know as as quiz masters are want to do one of the questions one of the topical questions of the year was uh was a question on virumandi and the question went something like this like uh, in rural tamil nadu the hindu trinity is uh, translated into uh, mayan payan and viruman mayandi uh, right yeah mayandi is Ma- mayandi is vishnu uh, payandi is shivan and uh, they ask what ask they ask you who is what is brahma and then paychamma uh, is uh, parvati i think yeah one second, one second. Uh, there is also muniandi definition for shiva yeah payandi muniandi so b- b- they basically say it payan and pechi pechi is uh, that that you know that pechi is the wife of payan and uh, the, the 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 you know some sort of going options. out of order if you want to yeah 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 we are but that's okay so that's how i remember that, that that's i remember that question very specifically in from my final year of college and then the movie really sometime in 2004 because i was in grad school and i came back to india to watch the movie so I, i very specifically remember the timeline type stuff so okay uh, anything else anybody else to add macha what now what is striking macha so this now you tell this you saying this uh, uh, mayandi muniandi pechama right so pekaman is now it's striking that pekaman is a uh, is a villain in uh, folklore yeah yeah, yeah I, I, i read the story i remember this is pekaman okay, is we'll come back to it after all and um, the, she pechama asks uh, virumandi to help and hey, he, hey, max ha huh? order la pola adha yeah we know you that punk yeah adha thanda adha thanda pona varathil nu solittirukka rascal ipo vandu sollu no da now only when you told this mind is like it's striking me like it's like a very old story this is yeah yeah, yeah. it is an old story yeah, first okay. up boring matter and hour paakalam goyyala it is still boring come on <laughs> the whole uh, the way the kotala deva narration is boring please seri okay meduva varla varla i was in uh, uh, i think i think of of the lot of all of you i mean leaving uh, max out of this i was not in india when anything happened right so i was already in the us in grad school when the controversy happened which didn't i i only saw snatches of it online uh, we still were following uh news online at that point i, I believe i read some ready articles about 
the whole controversy, but it did not strike me too much. I actually watched the f- movie for the first time at a bootleg, on a bootleg VC, uh, you know, VCR tape. Uh, we used to go to uh, grocery shopping in Columbus, Ohio and, you know, pick up movies from the store. So that's when I watched it. I actually loved the movie the first time I watched it. Prior to that, I had never, uh, I, I, I had not played a lot of attention to the controversy because I was so far removed from it. I actually, uh, I mean, I was not in uh, Madras when the movie got announced. I came back to Madras around, uh, I mean, for college in 2003. And I, I remember only the, uh, just like the pre-release or sometime slightly before release hype. And there were a lot of Kamal and Madan interviews. Uh, talking about it, talking about the movie and talking about the controversy more than that. And and I remember there was an interview, I don't know, it's probably one of those Diwali interviews. The interview happened when Kamal was recording the song. I, I remember a very, very vague detail that Kamal was talking about his new car at the time. He got a Hyundai Sonata or something. But that's the only thing I remember because I came back mid-2003 and I missed most of the controversy time. And even US, I think you can track Tamil Nadu things more than Bombay. So I never tracked anything. Fair enough. So I, clearly we were all in sort of different. I think Ashoka and I were probably in the uh, closest in terms of stage of life. So I, I, I have to add that, uh, I mean, we, I'm probably thinking that we'll come back and talk about it. But I should add that that uh, famous YouTube clip has, has is a very big part of my life. Not a week goes by without me thinking about it in one way or the other, right? Because so much, okay, we'll come back and talk about it. I think we should talk about it separately. Uh, let's talk a little bit about So let's move on to chapter two and talk a little bit about the movie and I'm mean, sorry about the music and, uh, you know, how our perceptions or our expectations for the film changed after we heard the album for the first time. I think... Uh, for me, really, I didn't like this. I think it's a 10 song album, right? Like it's it's a pretty deep album uh, considering even for someone like Ilay Raja who turns out six, you know, five, six songs on a regular basis as part of an album. 10 songs is, you know, some, is something something special. But I really think the, the my order of preference for the when the songs came out was I really, really liked Sandiere, Sandiere, like Shreya Ghoshal's version of Sandiere, Sandiere. Then, of course, the, you know, Una Vida with uh, uh, with Kamal and Shreya and Kamal's lyrics especially, uh, and then uh, I really like Kumbula Puvasuti as well. So those are the three. Those are the three go-to songs. But over time, you know, obviously my my preferences have changed quite a bit for multiple reasons. And I I, I go back to Karmatur Katukule quite a bit. Uh, I go back to Garbagraham and all that. I mean, I go back to the album quite a bit. And I also go back to the movie quite a bit. Uh, wanted to get the group starts on on the music. I think this was the time when uh, radio in Chennai was at its most famous and Mirchi Suchi was at her most famous. So I, I remember listening to all the songs on the way to college or just before uh, leaving for college. Uh, and Una Vida and Sandira used to play all the time. And the most lasting impression from that time at least was Shreya can sing Tamil so well. It's, it's, it's like, uh, I mean, that, that, it was like a discovery stage of that point. Of course, I think she sang some songs yeah. before that. But Shreya Goshal can sing Tamil so well was was a super a very pleasant shot. I actually don't remember too much about the album or the impression that I had of the album when it first came out. Uh, I think uh, this is an album that has kind of grown on me over the years. And today it is actually one of my most favorite uh, Kamal Ilaraja combo. And 
yeah i actually don't remember too much of it i remember kombala puvasuthi and i remember uh, when i watched the movie uh, i was blown away by the way the uh, virumandi song was uh, the title song was picturized in that temple and the lighting and it, it weaves into the story so beautifully and i was blown away by the picturization of a song uh in a movie like that at that, that juncture and the, the and the way it it looked on screen that on big screen was was amazing so the most impression any song created was that one and that was mostly due to the uh, visuals and i think uh, the year worm bit happened way later see i liked uh, maada vilakke a lot that is the when uh, virmandi is mourning his apatha right i like that song a lot actually and uh, on the vida uh, surprisingly the ones i didn't like were actually kombale poosuthe i found that too you know whatever i didn't like that and then i uh, repeatedly bgm coming and sing virumandi virumandi throughout the movie was jarish for me probably I, again i'll go back to 2004 when when uh, like adi was saying radio was a thing was a big thing but at that time i think uh, Kombu, i don't think we heard much because the most of the songs are also contextual to the movie in itself uh, one avida and probably kombula posuthi were the radio worthy songs at that time and even then they were overshadowed by other uh, harris jairaj uh, even songs of the time because uh, it was kind of the youth thing to do <laughs> back yeah, in 2000 majnu and all was like winning against majnu i remember specifically majnu <laughs> competing album there is a movie But, called majnu Is that the movie from uh, Vijay movie with? No, no, no. Prashant, what? Prashant. Oh shit! Ah, yeah, yeah. Macha, and the and the part that na mudal kanavein or part or another. Exactly. That's the one. Ah, fucking hell. Okay. Ah, so yeah. Let's not go into stories about that song now. Ah, so yeah. Anyways, so uh, much later only, but. Uh, hey, you're a fan of that song, ah? Illa, illa. I have very. Somebody he knows was a fan of the song. Abhi na na dekhe. Yeah, I think there are painful stories. You were asking for a friend, Madhuri. <laughs> oh, I have seen this movie, Rinki Khanna. Now I know. Review, Madhuri, model layer, Madhuri. Thank you. In Virumandi podcast, Rinki Khanna, all solely present, all in the war, all in the channel. All kind of. Abirami, Abirami. For the longest time, I used to think her name was Rinkle Khanna because she was Twinkle Khanna's sister. Rinkle Khanna, wow. Thank you. மாத்தாலோலிக்குதுலிக்கிங்ஸ்லிக்கலி as they are for this movie right they are all named in a for a specific purpose and when that song played i kind of oh okay okay so something else is going on maybe i should uh, switch on uh, i mean and watch this so that was kind of the that song kind of became the clue for the movie itself for discovering what this movie is all about so song wise those are the one thing and i'll have to say kombula poosuthi i don't know max macha cardio ke kombula poosuthi is fantastic uh, it, i still remember somebody you know there's this vadivelu comedy scene where he is getting drunk and he says either rendu peg adicha 
கட்டெலும்பு சீண்டுன மாதிரி இருக்கும் ஃபுல்லா அமுக்கி எடுத்தா யானை நெஞ்சில மிதிச்ச மாதிரி இருக்கும் சம்மன் வாஸ் லிஸ்டிங் டு தட் ஐ டோன்ட் லைக் சாங்ஸ் when kids sings kids when kids sing i find very irritating really oh, yeah yeah okay there is not a single kids based singing song that i like so that it imme- immediately anjali the entire album no i don't like you don't like anjali Any I like song, the movie. I don't like the song. I don't like kid voices. Anada, that's what I'm. Uh, I'm saying you don't like any of the songs in Anjali. Yeah. Well, to be fair to Mayur, and the Anjali Anjali part is Shama Drava. Yeah. Anna, Anna, Mayur is so irritating. I don't like the big kids. Like, yeah, the kids are very over cute and sing in that high pitched tone. I hate it. Hey, is Anda Kanda? By the way, the best. That that is the, the best. When Kapila uh, Devar is telling and about his mom's death, right? What? But that they were never talking about his mom's death. No, re, about Vidumandi is when he's, he's when he's narrating the story that that's when Andakanda Amani comes, right? Yeah. Ama ama. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. That's also nice. Okay. By the way, the best uh, music for the best music director for cardio workout is Talaiwar Vijay Anthony. Vijay Anthony, no no question. Vijay Anthony is, is the best. He he rocks. Have you you should try doing cardio to Yevuchi Mandela Surin. Surin there. Yeah, I, I think. Nijamai Surin is there. Villu and Vetekaran are Vetekaran and Villu are the kickass. Villu is a DSP, but Vetekaran is without doubt best cardio album. Hey, I I ran a 5k today much but and I looped uh, Guleba Kawali song twice Guleba Kawali Ani Ani bro you haven't heard the Guleba Kawali song Hey and the song Anjanimsha Nakuda if you loop it twice 10 minutes to 5 km road tia No it was 1 mile 1 mile okay okay for the for, for the last mile I listen to the songs only after the movie right only after watching the movie so I, but but i didn't get all the context that you guys have got, gotten from the from uh, the songs but uh, because that was i was watching a lot of movies at that point and i was just watching movies blindly but but anna lakshmi kannasacha and sandeer sandeer are my you know picks from the album the other songs yes but these two slow ones and i i was somehow impressed with uh, shreya goshen uh, and these two songs i still keep going back uh you know regularly on youtube even if i don't listen to anything else these are the songs that i go back uh, and and one of the things that I str- struck me yesterday is for me right post 99 2000 all the way till about 2005 there's a there's a trademark or you know uh, there's there's something in those songs that immediately identifies identifies the song as a ilayaraja song from that era right because he was just going uh towards electronic or you know starting to use electronic uh, at that point and uh, and listening to the soundtrack yesterday what came to my mind was uh, uh, what is that kadal nidana right from time yes there's, yes there's 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 one interlude there and it, it just gets me every single time so i love this album just for that and there are few albums from that era that i keep going back for elay raja and i i don't think i've done that enough for albums post 2004 uh but between 1999 and 2004 these are the albums that key i keep going back to time uh, those couple of vijay movies that he did right see the movies kannukullilavu 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 and uh, friends uh, friends yeah friends yes so the, these 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 movies have a like a particular sound i mean the the sound signature is like very striking that 
it immediately reminds me of Velaraja in that age, and this is one of those soundtracks. Yes, uh, there's a very uh, distinct. I mean, I, I think Virumandi, the album itself, has quite a distinct musical signature for itself. But yes, I, I, I think there is a. I, I have a mild issue with the tinny synth sounds in some of his albums at that in that time. But otherwise, you know, there's a very distinct musical signature. I, 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 let me rephrase. I think there's a very significant, there is a very distinct melodic signature to some of the. Uh, correct. Of the songs. Correct. But but then uh, one other thing is so I I kind of identify with uh, uh, Max uh, when he says that he didn't like the some of the songs in this movie because of the you know the voice of the children. But I don't know if there were children actually singing that song. I mean, okay, yeah, there's one bit where it's children. But my issue with a lot of Ilaraja songs is the uh, uh, chorus voices. To me, uh, the chorus, how he uses choruses, it kind of chorus singers kind of set me off sometimes. For example, the, the female chorus voices. It, I I don't know. It's always kind of I don't like that too much. But this has been a complaint against Raja for ages, even in the eighties, right? I mean, I don't think True. this is uh, specific to this era or uh, this soundtrack. I mean, that's that's a very very common complaint that I think almost everyone has against him. True. Yeah. True. I know. Yeah. That, that's, that's almost as a response. Recorded na porandu vandu the Raja vandu. Like you don't like it, okay? I would do a full song based on just that. Right. So that that that's that's the one reason why some of these songs immediately did not appeal to me. But uh, uh, the Shreya Goshal song, uh, yeah, it's it's like out there. I mean, it's like up there with with his best. Was this the first song that Shreya sang where uh, you didn't have to like close your ears at the pronunciation? Like that that we didn't have like. Cringe-worthy pronunciation. At some point, there was the a first switch. Time not, it's the first time a, a non-Tamil singer sang a Tamil song. I mean, I would say like a non-like. Uh, I mean, I guess technically, yes, Janaki and P. Sushila are not Tamil singers, but like you know, non-South Indian. No, no. Specifically against Shreya Goshal, there was a lot. I mean, the the like some of her earlier songs in Tamil was so bad. People. Called her out specifically, but at some point there was a switch that just. But I, I thought her song in Julie Kanamthi is also good, but I don't. Uh, I'm not sure if. Uh, yeah, yeah, at some point, Shreya. Yeah. At, at some point, Shreya did something, and there was on switch on that flipped. Ever since she's been singing Tamil like beautifully, but there was a time when she was uh, her pronunciation used to be like no, very so, very horrible. So I'm on Wikipedia, and then uh, uh, the other song that I love from that from that year. Is again by by Shreya. Seven Jee Rainbow Colony. Nenethe Nenethe Parthi. Yo yo, kanda kanda. Which is, I mean, the pronunciation is not great in that, right? Ah, uh, I don't know much. I I have to go back listen to it, but I love the song, is what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's a great song. I fucking hate that song, man. I fuck. I want that song to be burned out of like the world's memory. What? <laughs> no, I, I I'm sensing of it. There is a backstory for this, but yeah, there, uh, all. all All bastards who had love failures in that time, what the fucking were like frying my ear with this song. This song, <laughs> fucking in two thousand six seven, that Mumbai wa fuck. I I want all these songs to be out of my, I mean, out of the world view itself. Or patta mein awati pote saadi rangda. Sanya mutha. Inda acha inda inda section kela inda section kela. Inka parra inda vali teri da onke vali terla matcha. Yena kaadla ganda vali ki des. Sanya ningla. Hey, now, 
It was either a Friday night or a Saturday night. I can't remember. I had it was a Pongal release, if I remember correctly. So it was a 2004 Pongal release. Uh, I saw it. I can show it Maya Jal uh, with my family, who was intensely repulsed by all the violence, <laughs> which is what I starkly remember about uh, watching Virumandi for the first time. Uh, what about you guys? The first I, time yeah, I watched Virumandi. Sorry, the first time I watched Virumandi was at Satyam uh, College. Uh, cut panite walked across to the theater and i watched it with a few friends and some of them were uh, aspiring filmmakers and nadul nadula pesitirundanga it was very annoying to watch the movie like that and i was really struck by what the movie had. i mean i think it was the first movie in my adult memory that i watched and i it fascinated me to know and so i actually went back to satyam and watched it a couple of times more alone that's when my alone i think it was the first movie i start, i watched alone and since then i watched multiple movies but i watched the movie alone and i was able to sort of appreciate it much more and uh, the next couple of times watched it in patrubha ticket uh, afternoon show after bunking college i think it all happened in a span of 10 days yeah in a span of 10 days i think i watched the movie like three times uh, i missed the movie as i said in 2004 but uh... sorry to bring up again old scars because 2004 some seems to be scar faced i mean full so anyways so uh, in 2004 ja, that ponga i missed the movie i watched it 2008 and it was uh, illegal download from the internet i was uh, I, because there were by the time i don't think i had any sources to check out the dvds which came out i, I It might have come out but i i couldn't get those so i kind of downloaded the movie and saw the movie but uh, yeah let me again say 2004 january pongal release right virumandi the college decided to go to pudukottayil nindru saravanan and uh, blood tears were wept in the theater watching that movie but yeah that's Fantastic the album by the way i really like the pudukottayil nindru saravanan album so that's the dhanush movie right yeah but oh, was a really bad movie. Sorry, fuck call movie, dude. Fuck call movie, fucking hell. That's also the movie where Danush sang his first song. Not a Sarakhe. Not a Sarakhe. That's also the movie where they travel from Thailand to India on by car, right? By car, yes, exactly. Oh yo, Victory Theater, bad memories are flooding back. Okay, fine. Anyways, let's go on. Next. Well, I, I watched it. Pongal holidays. I don't know the first day. Adi, please clarify whether you watched Pongal or Saravan or Virumandi. Yeah, I watched Virumandi like the Pongal holidays. Uh, I don't know whether it was first day or second day. Uh, Udiyam Theater black ticket. Oh, black ticket. So that means yeah. I mean it did it did well, right at the box office. Yeah, it, it did very well. I mean, dude, opened it well, it did well. Dude, it was hit, dude. Yeah, it was. I mean, Rajkumar made money, so I, I know yeah. that. Every time Kamal gets shit for his movies, I think. I, the I, movies I, I, rem- I remember Rangan wrote an article about how uh, Kamal has finally cracked his uh, mass and class thing. Really? 
yeah yeah i mean because it it was a revelation for everybody like nobody expected it will be another kamal film that will be critically a success and it will flop again is what everyone expected it to yeah to give context though i mean especially because it came after anbesivam correct it gave it came after anbesivam it was uh, a serious attempt before anbesivam was alavandan which was kind of yeah. panned yeah it was kind of panned alavandan was panned all around when it released I don't know how yeah, it did. It's more contextual, but yeah, it became a hit and nobody expected it to happen. So, like I said, I don't know. Uh, so, I was in the US, right? So, our only source of movies, uh, we hardly at, at when you were in college in the university, we hardly had any chance to watch movies in the theater, right? At least Indian movies. So, my first watch of this movie was through a, a bootleg tape that we picked up from a grocery store in Columbus Ohio I remember watching the movie and I I I loved the movie but uh, I I I was all like I mentioned earlier right so I had I had read about the movie and the controversy and soon after the movie released also there was some discussion about uh, the theme of the movie and what it uh, was all about and uh, at that point of time I remember an interview uh, from Kamal saying that this movie is not about the death penalty and uh, but then when i watched the movie that's the first thing that struck me because uh, the the discussion about death penalty the uh, justice vr krishna are talking about it right at, you know probably the first few minutes into the movie or probably that's probably the first shot of the movie right it opens with uh, judge vr krishna are talking about it yep. and then the movie ends with uh, uh, kamal you know in the movie studio being asked about uh, what does he think as a you know death penalty or uh, stuff like that so having those two sequences bookending uh, this whole plot where uh, most of the movie or you know a good part of the movie is actually picturized or uh, picturized inside a jail uh, with a bunch of death row uh, inmates uh, it struck me as disingenuous that he would go and tell that this movie is not about the death penalty but then uh, now that i afterwards the last few years of when i watched rewatched the movie again and uh, i actually think that as as max was saying this was a red herring right uh, there's there's so much packed into the movie so many layers packed into the movie that when when kamal says this is about this this is talks about death penalty uh, the kamal's character virumandi talks about him being on death row and you know other characters and i think pop mentioned uh, earlier or doing a conversation that you know that it is about the death penalty is is because there's a movie within a movie and i i recognize that now but at that point of time it felt very disingenuous that he would kind of come out kind of distance the movie away from the death penalty debate uh, i don't remember whether this was about the same time when there was talk about uh, pera rivalan and a few other people on the death row uh, related to the uh, rajiv gandhi assassination had also you know applied for clemency or you know uh, 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 commuting their death penalty i don't remember whether this was around the same time but i thought uh, that was it's engineers uh, otherwise i i actually uh, uh, I, i this is one movie that i gladly watch again and again because there's so much movie packed into those 3 hours or you know 2 hours 55 minutes as it is, as it is in youtube um, and and i don't know whether you uh, the, the character i mean we we talked about uh, virumandi kottala uh, thevan and nallavanayakar but to me there's a fourth character that drives the plot along and that's paykamen and he is the one who's like kind of the thread holding the movie together because he's there every point of time and it's 
I don't know. I, I again, I don't know and a lot of the myths of ecology. Let's not forget. Yes, analogy. true, 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 true. I, I again, uh, I, I'll come to Aralakshmi actually. I, I but um, okay. So I, think, I think this is a good breaking point, right? Let's let's you know let's get into what we normally do on the pod, which is to. uh to really dissect the movie i think max you're you're the outlier in terms of level of enjoyment <laughs> with regard to the movie so uh, do you want to you want to tell us what you didn't like okay i it's not like i didn't like the movie it's a nice movie but i just found it a bit too long and i found i i think some parts of it could have you know been uh, left at the uh, edit table that's uh, that's my thing that's uh, that's all uh it's still a very nice movie to watch and all that um but yeah just that i the entire three hours i didn't enjoy that was my thing the other thing i just realized now that we have seen vishrupam and spoken about the pot kamal in 2004 in this movie looks a lot more older than how much he, how he did in vishrupam like his body his face and he's also a lot more bulkier in this movie so he looks way older than he does uh in even now in when you look at watch him in big boss or something else so no, you have to realize virumandi is a lot closer to alavandan than vishwarupam is to virumandi because it's only 6 or 7 years removed from alavandan right he he put on a lot of bulk for that three abhay years, character no alavandan was 2001 oh so even then yeah it's so only 4 3 years from alavandan so he there's no way he could have lost all that bulk i mean and now it's like you know it's adula anbesivam pannarappa Yeah, no, he was pretty bulky in Unbasivam. Like in the, it's hidden underneath all that black and black clothing and uh, loose clothing, right? And yeah. the loose clothing when he because he's supposed, you know, he's supposed to have a limp, but he's pretty bulky in Unbasivam as well. It's hidden behind the makeup and his black and black clothing in the in the in the flashback. Yeah, so he looks so because he look he's bulked up, so he looks a lot older, and he doesn't move as well and all that. And now, luckily, he's written that into the character, saying, you know, okay, this guy is this drunkard and things like that, but. in the action sequences and all that it just sticks out um, no actually more than the action sequences uh, yesterday uh, or day before when i was rewatching the movie i was wondering how uh, say somebody like a uh, danush would have fitted in this movie because some parts actually looked very uh, strange the way the way he was um, the way he kind of looked or fitted in the part for example when he is going to meet pasupati Uh, where he says, If you see the when when they open the door, he's doing like some 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 funny uh, dance with the people there. It looked so strange. It it looked it it just didn't fit the physique and the face and the person. It just didn't fit. Somebody like a Danush could have pulled it off, but he couldn't. So I think uh, more than. some of the kurumba uh, slash uh, uh, you know like a vele vele lamustikal sequences also didn't fit in with the way he looked the difference i would say is like this is a man who has had a past who has had a youth and uh, he had a youth in singapore which is not touched upon much in the movie but uh, uh, you get the glimpses that his youth is behind him and 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 he is also stuck in that infantile stage where he is probably 40 but he is thinking of himself as a 20 or 18 year old uh, carefree youth uh, and his grandmother encourages that behavior because i think she he was very dear to her and stuff so there is always clear indication in the movie of and justification for his age i mean the character it it is not a young person 
it is a guy old guy with a young person complex or whatever i don't know what it is but that's yeah, that's I how it is yeah no, i get that's why i said right he's written into it he's written that those fallacies into it but still watching him move and all that uh, and the action pieces like i said were, were very no i i, I think that there's a lot of yeah the, the, those things are written into the character right i mean he's both he he he's he, he's also the guy like ashoka says he's a guy who's uh, who who's beyond his youth but personally or in his heart he never moved on from there and also that he's slightly dense i mean without anil lakshmi he wouldn't be anywhere he would have probably in the death row for a long time before that and i i think he is not the most brightest person and that's why you get that uh, sort of dissonance as to how he looks and how he behaves and all those things yeah it's all, it's also the subtext that he tames bulls but then he is a bull that she tames kind of a thing going on right but i, I don't know like i should have probably asked you which is the movie that you think that action movie where kamal sells the action like every movie come even this movie like when is um, grand Satya. when when apatha dies he sells the the the, the whole tears he just sells the tears you satya 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 and vikram that's it like vikram, there is no vikram also i don't not that much for me satya dude satya well, is not bad, bad. vetri yeah, is not bad as well yeah No, okay, yeah, vetri yeah vet- this one what is that uh, other movie where he acts is that naan enbade niyallo enna padayadu sura samharam சூரசம்ஹாரம் Yeah, Kamal's pieces, he doesn't sell the action that, that well. Yeah, but Kamal is never hacking anybody. No, but even... What Actually, no, that's not true. He is. When he goes to find Kothal, he does. Yeah, so but he... But it is... works for... I mean, so, I, mean I, I guess I should just say it works for me, I guess. No, I'm, I don't say it's bad. Just, he, he, like, given the way he sells uh, laughter, the way he sells tears, he doesn't sell this, is what I'm trying to say. Acha, you have to also tell, take into fact that that guy is a 50-year-old actor. So, you can't beat biology beyond a point. That's all that is. Acha Balakrishna today also will sell slicing someone. Yeah, I Balakrishna is the one that you cannot take away from him. Macha if there are buyers you can sell any old shit dude but Balakrishna's uh, stick doesn't uh, it's a laughing stock for the entire nation no. So, no no yeah. but the way I'll, I'll sell sell you one scene there's a scene from movie called Simha the, there is one scene where he kills like some 15 20 people he sells it so well. I would have been laughing for that scene you don't know. I would have had the exact same complaint. Yeah, the movie is is pretty trashy but all I'm saying is like Chiranjeevi also does that. He sells that uh, like in Indra there's a sequence where he goes and hacks people down. He sells it very well. Yeah. See, generally we are the point. I know Balakrishna's example it's just wired to poor Kerala. Even Jackie Chan is only in the love we could have actually yeah fine. <laughs> there is at least precedent that yeah age doesn't matter. புதுக்கோட்டையில <laughs> 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 பஞ்சாயத்தே கிடையாது இங்க எனக்கு மாலம் மரியாதையும் கிடையாது நான் போறேன் 
have struck me as incongruous that we would compare movies like Sura Samharam and Vikram to this one, the action scene, because this was not about the action at all. I mean, those were movies where this guy was supposed to be someone who was physically capable of, you know, uh, uh, doing those things. In this movie, it was not about that at all. He's not, he's not a trained person, right? So why are you even comparing that? Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, uh, that is the difference, right? Uthala Devan is, is, uh, is, is a murderer, but Virmandi is not. That is the point. Correct. Correct. I think, uh, I mean, there's, was one, there's a key point that I think we're in general missing, which is uh, all, of those, all of those action pieces, set pieces that you guys talk about in like Simha and Indra and stuff, right? Those are famed and shot in a way to glorify the hero doing it. Here, the violence is, I think it is intended to incite a certain level of aversion towards the violence that is happening. And uh, I think it's manifesting in different ways for different people. But I think like a lot of people, you know, this is the thing that, you know, the people level Pekinpa, people level the allegation of being overtly or gratuitously violent against Sam Pekinpa. And it, but, you know, if you ask Sam Pekinpa, he probably would say like, hey, did that did did gross you out? Like, yeah, and your response is yes. And he would be like, yeah, then don't fucking do that in real life. Like, that's the, that that's, I mean, I think that's the objective here. And I think that objective is achieved really well. Like, even in the, even in something that's extremely choreographed, right? Like, there's the scene where, uh, where after Analakshmi tells Viruman that the, the Arwal that, uh, or the tickle that, that came down on him was actually Kothalans and not Nalavanayakas. He walks into the, he walks into the house and, flings the like it's almost like he's throwing a dart right he flings that arwal and it spins and goes and hits and then you, you think oh like that's cool but then like in the in the half fraction of a second that's between you thinking it's cool it actually just misses kotalan's hand and it goes and hits against the pillar and your 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 reaction flips to oh man this guy is is crazy like so the, you're constantly uh, you're constantly uh, you know going back and forth between oh this is like really chore- well choreographed violence and oh no this is now overboard and and I think the the objective is to make you feel like it's gone overboard or it's not done uh, you know it's not choreographed well enough uh, it, for it to see for it to seem real I think like those are all things that are in the design as opposed to a design flaw so that that's my point that's my thinking another thing that is in design is that no one who is stabbed in this movie ever dies immediately. Of course they don't because it's Arwal. It is not a practical weapon to kill. There's one more thing. Okay. There's one more thing. So we are talking about how the violence doesn't look, uh, you know, uh, choreographed or whatever. Uh, What uh, what I think or what uh, came to my mind is this. When Kotala Teven talks about all those scenes, right, where he says, Virumandi did this, Virumandi did that, blah, blah, blah. And we are shown those sequences as if Virumandi is actually the aggressor and is actually fighting. Right? But then when Virumandi's side comes in, you actually see that he was not trying to fight. I mean, the the, 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 the place where he throws the Arwal and misses Kotalatevan's hand is one part. Right? But it overall, right, all those fight sequences where Kotalatevan painted Virumandi as the aggressor, when it comes from Birmandi said, you see, he's actually trying to break up the fight. Yeah, actually, actually, I, I wanted to that talk also, about that. Yeah. yeah, that plays a role in how these things you imprint are imprinted in your mind as you know action scenes that are not choreographed well because they were not 
meant to be scenes where virumandi is trying to cut up someone which is what it seems when you hear or when you see it from kotala thevan's uh, 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 description whereas when it comes yeah. from virumandi side actually trying to break up the fight he is not trying to cut anybody up at all okay can you at least agree that, uh, that the jellycut scene was horrible what are you talking about dude it is one of the best i think it's one of the you... best choreography oh nobody has done jellycut like this nobody has done jellycut like this where have you seen jellycut otherwise like rajnikanth padam like maybe murattu kale it has come and or maybe terrible. like ramarajan playing singing and artifying kale like what what is your point of reference to say like this is really bad right see like even for example the way i don't like the man versus animal person. as a concept itself it happened it's not your it's not a problem that is a completely point different point altogether no right? in any cinema in, in in cinema i don't like the man versus animal uh confrontation but that has nothing to do with the film ha huh, that is ideological that has nothing to do with the film right like i don't no, think there's been any other film which talks which which portrays the whole vaadi vasal opening sambhi yeah th- those portions That's are nice like when uh, what's his name nyana sundaram or nana or something is the guy is name yeah nana his commentary that those pieces nice the kamal piece where he starts that reverse jump i think he he did, he did it for so many yeah, movies hero, that hero introduction pa some place you have to give like when we are saying balakrishna அதோடம்ஸ்ரீரன் சுப்பிரமணிபுரம்ஸ்ட் pieces of filming that i have seen in kamal you, you know execute so like there is no question about that for me hey, speaking mm. about execution right speaking about execution right what stuck me about this particular sequence is any other uh, thiruvura sequence that you see in other movies right um, it's it's there are lots of long shots uh, the area exactly. itself is spread out wide what not but this is severely claustrophobic in comparison see how narrow that space is i am yeah. sure in i have not been into been to these villages where the uh, where the jellycut happens right so you guys some of you if you any of you has done that you can correct me but i think this is probably how a village where this kind of thing happens would look like because the streets will be narrow and the people will be lined up in the streets it's probably even narrower <laughs> than what it is in real life and, and the bull is bound to go inside someone's house it's, that's so natural thing i think no this these are things that i've heard others also say and <clears throat> so the uh, contrast to this to say how good this is is the contrast to this is the older movies right where we have seen uh, a man one man versus one bull kind of uh, uh, thing an impractical setup we would know we know because because there would be one stage there would be that village zamindar and his probably his daughter sitting right next to him exactly that would be called basically yeah basically he's sitting on basically any sp mutraman movie that has uh, a village setup 
no that was the that, that was kind of the place where not just for uh, uh, this thing uh, uh, the bull taming even for a kambu kambu sutta kalari pet or whatever the competition is there would be judges there would be a stage Th- those don't happen in a village yeah, exactly. situation in a village the life happens on the streets uh, and they will affect even think about a simple thing like this right have you ever heard of the the phrase tamikale ayya samikala modala varu yaru samikala pudikikudade ketukenga ketukenga have you ever heard of that anywhere like the, the, there is literally a, a bull that comes out first that's a representative of god that no one is supposed to tame like you, these are all things that like you know like some of it is uh, there is some sort of anthropological value in in the way it, in in front of how you design and film a sequence and and also about the visual thing like like uh, like ashoka mentioned uh, jackie chan for fun but if you see uh, that jackie chan video of this guy who that every frame is a painting guy uh, he talks about jack, jackie chan's action versus how it's shown in hollywood and that's exactly what ananta said like there, there are quick cuts and long shots but here everything is there's a i think they attached a camera to kamal or to the bull or some 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 trolley thing over there and everything happens in close quarters and there are no jump cuts or there, there are no different, uh, immediate cuts at all and i think that makes a huge difference in how you film something like this if you go to the video that you guys talk about right you can actually see a steady cam mounted on the bull right uh, so the, the video when that kamal, came out afterwards when, yeah yeah the, when kamal is taming it by like uh, the the hump in the back he's holding it by the hump in the back and then there is a steady cam there as well yeah, and the, the, the whole point is this is an encounter where like there is a, a huge animal with a sharp end two sharp ends and it is very claustrophobic that is the point of delicate in itself it is not one wide space where you have you can where you can dodge and jump and do shit there is very it's very claustrophobic it's crowded chance of injury to the animal and the men are high uh, these are all true this is not a moral commentary on anything this is what is happening and this is what it is the sport is so all if you go by those guidelines this is the most accurate description or accurate portrayal of a, of a wadi wasal opening or a or a bull taming game that is shown and of course the commentary adds to it and then there is and and you you can't miss out on the lot of things i mean the film progresses even via this distraction Even I mean, the commentary they... is also important, right? Like, even the yes. commentary is not without relevance. If you think about the way Nyana Samandam is announcing, he talks about, when he announces Analakshmi's name, right? He basically starts from her, like, grandfather and says, Indhal oda peti oda, thambi oda, ponnu, Analakshmi, valartha kalas. Like, he's telling the genealogy of the kalai. <laughs> It's like, what is the relevance of Analakshmi's father's uh, he, he grandfather? Meant, he, at one instance, he, he mentions Thirmal Naikar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and in the end, he messes up Sori Lakshmi Valar Karnamut says also. No, and his thing is important. Max, I finished my point. Max, I haven't finished my point. So, the, the, think, about, think about how Kothalan talks, starts talking when uh, Angela comes to interview him. Oh, yeah. wait, wait. I, I wanted the podcast to start that way. <laughs> With yeah. that Tanur put it. Yeah, so that, uh, that that's what I was getting at. Yeah, it is exactly the same thing that Nyana Samadham does when when uh, announcing the Kale when he starts talking to Angela. It's like they are conditioned to think and act a certain way when they are presenting themselves to the external world. Like that, it's it's brilliant, man. It's really really well done. 
I, and there's a, a, a slight digression here. So here, when somebody, uh, when I, I was talking earlier about uh, being aware in terms of uh, sensitivity to the cast implications involved, you can make out the difference in the way the characters introduce themselves, right? So when uh, Kottala Tevan or Virumandi or even... Um, Nalamanayakan introduces themselves. Idwande history, geography, Allah said they talk about themselves, right? So when um, this one uh, asks uh, Angela, Ningenna proper Tanjora, she, she, she says, She says Tanjor. Oh, proper Tanjora. And she thinks for a second and then she says Kirwalmani. So there is yeah. a difference in the way. Yeah, the, the, there is it's it's a very subtle difference, but I think it's a very uh, in, this aspect is something that I understood maybe uh, many many maybe only uh, two three years ago completely uh, when I first yeah, watched I, this I didn't get the implication at all. But when you ask Kotalatevan, um, he says uh, he talks about Nayakars and he talks about Pandians and. Just to tell her, you just to even tell Pekam and where she's from, she thinks twice. Correct. Exactly. Right. And you need to know about Kirlan Mani Masakar to actually get the context of it. Yeah, and and, yeah. and, I, I have, and, and I particularly loved how Rohini is uh, made to assert when she says Kirlan Mani. Like she's, she knows what she's telling him. Like she knows yeah, why yeah. he's asking and she knows what he's telling him. And she has to assert that identity. And she says that in a way that is very important. No, and his uh, reaction is actually nice. Uh, the camera goes on, uh, uh, what's his name, Paikaman's reaction, because after that, when she says you you go, he still has, he has, he still has, he's still carrying that look on his face. So the moment she says where she's from, his reaction changes, and he's holding that as he's exiting the room when she says, you know, you leave. So that's done very nicely. So I have a doubt. I have a doubt. Did she say Kirwan money or Kirwan money? I, 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 yesterday no, she when she I caught it, I, I, very clearly okay, says okay, okay. Clear. okay because it's not okay that's not in tanjavur though that's in nagapatnam that's 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 the reason why i, I had that doubt yeah mm-hmm. it's like what he says in pariyaram perumal no anga appana pandare vandi maatve vandi maadve sotrar it's the same logic yeah in the, in the so, sense that who like who has a need to tell your house name or your father's name or like who has the need to establish that as part of your who like only people who find advantage from genealogy tell their genealogy like that's basically the the implication right like for those that the implication that you should not have any benefit from your genealogy uh, is something that still you know tons of people find uh, as a you know difficult concept to digest correct and, and uh, this genealogy is uh, repeatedly uh, reinforced like even like in casual throwaway lines like I think when uh, when they uh, call for the panjaita, Virumandi uh, tells the Kothal Devan, "Paya Saritra Milam Venda." Then then the Tirumal Naikara Kupter, Nallamal Naikara Dhani Kupter. And I mean that kind of it's repeatedly reinforced, so you know it's like it's like it's one of the major plot points that he just you know casually throws it to you. Yeah, there's like a whole there's a whole laundry list of you know casual like major yeah, plot exactly, points yeah. that casually list like the varaparath theatre is like the primary theme of the movie i think <laughs> and if you see in this movie the people who are trying to break away from this tradition um from the glory of the past to let's look at the future are actually the women in the movie this includes uh, analakshmi appata 
Angela, every single woman you actually see in the movie is far ahead of her time. She's smart. Um, she's she's not just smart in terms of brainy. They're all worldly smart. They know the way the world works. They are in fact telling the men what to do with their lives. The women here are actually the ones who are forward looking, who want to break away from the caste. In in fact, Anulakshmi is the one who tells Virumandi to go and talk to uh, this one Nalamanaikar. She says he's a good guy. Don't don't look at the past. Look at the future. Same thing to do with Angela. Angela says, "Na Angela, James, Aaron, na thirmi Angela kathamutwa marine." So the women in this movie are written so beautifully that the men actually look bloody clueless in front of them. It's mostly men because are, they are. They are. That's that's the problem. Just a minute. I'll I'll also finish one thing that uh, when we are in the cast zone itself, uh, it is very well nice to now for me to talk about it. But my whole cluing is because. Uh, when i saw it and i realized that there is something more happening i i i found the the mayandi muniandi and uh, virumandi the mythology aspect of it more engrossing than the apparent uh, caste divide that goes on in, in in the whole movie and therefore in the larger society that came by reading subsequent text about the movie a uh, subsequent uh, detailed text about the movie இப்ப நான் வந்து காஸ்ட் பத்தி பேசுறது வந்து இட் இஸ் லைக் தட் அன்பே சிவம் சந்தான பாரதி நாசர் சீன் சந்தான பாரதி இஸ் லைக் சார் நீங்க அந்த பெயிண்டிங்க ஒத்து பாத்தீங்கன்னா அதை வச்சுதான் எனக்கே தெரியும் the first lines that come out of kotala devans so it is very easy to miss but that that is actually the the point where you establish that there is a nayakar caste and then there is a devar caste and they don't i mean one views the other as the usurper and 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 the, and both view themselves as the rightful uh, son of soils so those those things are not explicitly stated probably later when kotala devan has a specific grouse against nallama nayakar and then he goes out all all out against him and there are uh, linguistic differences even only then it becomes apparent it's not very apparent in the early part of the movie in itself so in the hierarchy itself are the tevars lower than the nayakars that's what that's what this this says or there is no i thought they were equal the right they are no equal it's about who took over who usurped the land acha right. basically so then basically nayakars are not uh, themselves are ruling they are uh, nayaks they are the vassals of krishna devaraya or the vijayanagara empire they are like the the lower level guards which were put in places where the king can't directly oversee it so they are like a right. district attorney district attorney type of people so they rule a small area apparently when uh, vijayanagara empire conquered parts of tamil nadu they left nayaks here only and then they became nayakars by the way of modif- i mean <laughs> i don't know if i'm telling all this right but maybe this is the no yeah i think that's pretty 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 much there so so then so then so then in the entire movie right uh, uh, which which the entire movie deals with the activities of the oppressors right there except for angela there are no lower caste uh, uh, people at all in the in the plot we right. don't know we don't know where uh, viruman's friends are because the whole movie is told from two people's point of view and both of them are devars so they they would for them the others are in the periphery unless they are 
everyone with uh, speaking lines uh, are uh, you know from from the from the castes no no there's right. there's another caste in here the brahmin caste is also there so we can yeah, talk yeah the, the pyramid natarajan and what not yeah pyramid natarajan and the the judge uh, so the, the, the there's a you know there's commentary about that as well <laughs> you can't have, you, you can't escape that with kamal so like it's there Who oh, you're talking about the the ring uh, pusaria? Why why no no why did not there? Lawyer and the judge. Lawyer, lawyer. I mean, Vaidhinada you can clearly see that judge is corrupted. So I think it's time to talk a little bit about the uh, the the mythology that uh, Ashoka was uh, bringing up, right? And Max, I think you also alluded to it here earlier on in the call. The the, the story of uh, Pekam and Pethiyama and uh, uh, Virumandi. Max, you are you started telling the the story. So do you want to kick off? Like if, yeah, it didn't strike me. Like uh, now when you when you start the part and you said that uh, there was a Brahma poster, then uh, it uh, struck me that okay, yeah, Virumandi Brahma, and that that's my maybe the Brahma poster. Then I'm like okay, maybe there is some subtext in this. I was trying to connect the dots as Ashoka was talking. Yeah, so if you go back and listen to the album, right? The Karumathur Katakule song actually details out the full legend. It details out the full song. So basically, Karumathur Katakule Pethiyamma Kaliyamma Pola Vanda Pethiyamma. So basically, it details out the full song. And it, there's a lot of interesting things you can get from the subtext, which is basically Pethi and Peyan are vegetarians, and so when Peykaman, who's a non-vegetarian, and comes and attacks them, they are not able to respond. so they have to go find someone who is a non vegetarian to fight with pekavan and that's how they go to viruman viruman who is living in uh, in kerala basically at that point because if you remember the the other song the virumandi song it starts pandi malayalam adakkiyalum yeah pandi is what keralites call tamilnadu so they go to kerala and they bring uh, virumandi to fight pekavan as per the the legend and uh, what happens is they fight for a long time uh virumandi ends up breaking the the hot, the leg of pekaman's horse and then they basically the 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 villagers or the the, the head of the villagers outside karumathur the karumathur uh, forest come and say okay enough you guys have destroyed enough property fighting uh, whoever whoever goes and takes their horse and you know the, the you have to which how much ever area you cover you can you can uh, rule that area they basic and they also stipulate that you now have to switch horses so basically pekaman gets virumandi uh, virumandi's horse and virumandi gets pekaman's horse the the song states and this is where there's i think a little bit of discrepancy between the karumathur katakulli song and uh, the legend that as i know it the song states that virumandi takes the broken legged ho- broken legged horse of pekaman and you know scales a lot more area than pekaman and still wins the competition i think the the more commonly you know spoken about myth is that uh, because uh, disadvantaged virumandi uh, by giving him the broken it lost pekaman wins and and pechi gets very angry with the villagers so i've i've, I've heard there's sort of two sides to that story but essentially what happens is uh, pechi and pey and don't want virumandi to go back to kerala because if pekaman attacks them again there'll be nobody there so basically they lock him up inside a well pechi asks uh, virumandi to go inside a well to help her get something and then she puts a stone on top of the well and that way the guy who came to help her she basically imprisons him and Uh, and says that uh, every aadi velli koruduruve we will keep a non vegetarian feast for you that's what you can manage basically so uh, 
that, that i think that's the that's the legend and that's why they do all the you know every adi veli they have that thing and that's the puja that you see in uh, and the kanda maniyo seketirichu and that's the puja you're seeing when that's happening which is the, the you know the the black uh, idol of uh, virumandi and stuff and if you notice in the movie interestingly virumandi has an opportunity to to bear witness against against kotal right basically the first time they uh, after uh, after kondaras is killed virumandi has the opportunity to bear uh, witness against kotal but essentially he doesn't do that because kotal uh, kotal's wife falls at his feet and says hey, please don't uh, uh, turn approver against my husband i don't want the entire atra the he basically says and so viruman thinks ago oh, if he if he is bad he won't be able to marry anna lakshmi and so he doesn't and if you look closely in what uh, kotalan's wife's name is kotalan's wife's name is pechi so pechi is pechi is basically the reason why uh, viruman is unable to extricate himself from the mess that he's created so much also there are well there, there are so many well references right there is a well reference in uh, viruman's house and then there is a well in kondarasu's uh, uh, house yes yep, there as well and so. the kondarasu's house the, he basically saves the woman inside the well and the woman is the same person who picked up pekaman's uh, stick when he's about to bend down and see him under that truck. under the truck yep yeah the so, entire movie starts because of a well right because uh, the virumandi kanathu thanni irukku vera yar kanathiyum thanni illa yeah eriki the eriki pakkathula irukra plot of land he has right and konja uh, yeah, so, konja if you take it metaphorically also the whole story is being told by a imprisoned virumandi right he is locked up not in a well of course in but in a jail right and that gandamani song resonates with you later because uh, literally he breaks doors and comes out yeah the, the lyrics that come out are garbagraham vittu saami yeah saami veliyirudhu is literally so that kind of thing is tied on well and that is what uh, mythology that fascinated me first of all uh, more than uh, uh, anything in this movie like there was some uh, allusion to old old uh, older stories but one uh, chinna comparison here also because uh, this thing has been gnawing me in my head that people constantly compare this with rashomon i find it there are lot more parallels with the good bad ugly than the than than rashomon because there is an obvious good and there is an obvious bad good kills the bad but the ugly prevails that peikaman the ugly the system in itself who's he's a representative of the system in itself that prevails that is kind of more i mean that resonates more with me when i was watching this movie and like macha indha mari yosiklama ena because that is a much more apt description to that movie that is absolutely that's absolutely right that's absolutely the right that's absolutely the stance of the movie i think he's very very critical of the state and anyone who has anything to do with the state and he's also you know he talks about who who typifies the state so in the sense that nasser right is not is also part of the state technically but he doesn't typify the state but peikaman does uh, and uh, peikaman is it's not like peikaman is for kotalan or for nalamanaikar he basically will go to the highest bidder and then eventually when they both uh, when anyone either one of them uh, you know uh, threaten his stance he will turn against that person also so like this this is what i think i was talking about in the tondi modulum uh, podcast which is everything the system is incentivized to do is to protect itself right not to service the people that it was created for so the, the, he is extremely critical of the system that way because if you think about it even vaidyanath ayer right he is appearing he is the one who's bringing virumandi into court safely 
he is the one who's taken on the task but as he is bringing him in kothal people come up to vaidyanathayar and one of them says rendu golam ante enga appa veliyirkarana adu ungalala tha so he basically saying even vaidyanathayar also is culpable in some way for this violence and this violence continuing you know propagating without check so like no one is without blame in the system and he is like he is very very critical of it and i don't like i, I don't think there's uh, you know i don't i never seen I, as far as i've seen kamal's movies he's never been as critical of the state as he has as that is the first time where I, that i've seen him like be that one critical. of the one of the thing that i noticed only now is uh, like the first 5 minutes of the film when uh, angela and girish are editing the video uh, he's like uh, gone is the portal ama abdin she asked and he's like government channel la podadha yosikano nammalku edukku yosikano yeah exactly <laughs> the uh, i noticed one thing and obviously yeah because i only watched it uh, recently and because we have we had done the vishrupam episode is that kamal's use of mirrors is visible even here so in that uh, gandamani song uh, you can see kamal standing and then uh, pekaman's uh, I- image shows up on the mirror the mirror so usage is far it's not in the gandamani song it is when uh, they the chinaras murder before that yeah exactly ah yeah 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 sorry yes this one has mir- lots of uh, not direct mirrors but this one has lots of reflections and shadows that yes come everywhere yeah. i mean if you think about the scene yeah, where after they the, after the murders happen in kondaras's house we basically see kothalan's face and he's cutting like i think he's cutting his the mustache hair or something like that and he, you don't know what you're seeing but it's actually his reflection in the mirror you you realize that only after his wife walks in the background asking if his kids can the kids to go to school yep exactly and that's the first time you see and then that that mirror shot plays inverse you know like when when virumandi walks into the frame it pans out a little bit and then you see through the window you see the frame of the mirror you see uh, possibly his face and then you see kamal walking in and it's a very interesting technique in the sense that basically what it allows kamal to do is it doesn't he doesn't have to cut between close ups of watching the person who's coming in through the door and seeing possibly's face you can see what kamal says or what uh, oik sundar says and you can see possibly's reaction to it in real time so you be, it's it's a wonderful cinematic technique that allows you to watch both sides of the conversation at the same time you know like his his his, his i think even his penchant for using mirrors is at sort of a peak here like if you think about the way mirrors are used in all the way from michael madana kamarajan to uttama villain i think this is the best use of it in terms of form and function so in in michael madana kamarajan it's a it's a it's a nice it's it's sort of a writing thing right he says boss enakku naalu theriyudu boss like dean boy says enakku naalu theriyudu boss because there's two people in the frame and then there's two mirror images of them which is actually a parable for the four people who are in the film but that it's more of a writing trick and has doesn't the form and function for the film don't are not just there yeah here it serves as a It, yeah, it, actually, yeah. it actually allows it enhances your visual experience of the film significantly to have that mirror there you're in real time you can see somebody saying something and you can see the actor reacting to it right it's so much economy in the frame the usage of a frame it's brilliant yeah the one one other thing i noticed i don't know i don't know that's a tonal inconsistency or not um like when his uh, grand when his apatha dies right and uh, they ask him about the land and all he says i only believe in uh, the elements and i don't believe in god and all that and then no, no, you know that's not what he says so there's another this is another this is another nod to 
how institutionalized hinduism has sort of subsumed or consumed some of the pagan rituals that exist right we all believe that panchabhutangal is everybody firmly believes panchabhutangal is is a hindu philosophy type thing and he 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 very but he very clearly says when he talks to kotalan and to nalaman and to pek so basically all people that he that he thinks are against him are outside that pit and he is inside that pit he has mud and water all over him and he basically says ningalla moonu saami kumbudravanga enga appa engitta solirukku anju saami kumbudrunu nilam neer aagayam kaatru nerupu and even there when he says uh, he shows his he's like he's farting yeah yeah no no he's not farting he's basically surut he's he's uh, holding surut which is when you when they do the puja for virumandi surut is one of the things that they give so like it He, no 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 for for uh, fire he he does as a you know the yeah yeah for fire he does the cigar thing yeah. but for kaath he does uh, he puts his hand near his ass as if he's farting <laughs> like he can't he can't resist like he's such a good actor he can't resist uh, he can't resist uh, you know like showing off even in a scene like that <laughs> yeah but what i was trying to say is that in that scene so he he references the elements but then uh, in the court scene when he has yark who who saw the this thing is like samik sonna porum nenchita he will say when they said there's no proof for his marriage so no, he is not he is not an atheist he is basically you know like a, in that sense of uh, he is a man child who doesn't yeah, understand the way it. of the world he is a man child who doesn't understand the way of the world right because um, Uh, even uh, anna lakshmi is the one that says let's leave because this is not going to work out even at that point he says no no everybody will stand by me na nalate edi kodutidran because that's that's how naive he is in his understanding of the way things work so it i don't think it has anything to do with the belief in god or theism or anything rather it's another sh- way to show that this guy is really that dumb yeah he's a buffoon and there is a deeper point about atheism here in itself because uh, the, uh, it's now become kosher to associate uh, scientific thought with atheism and uh, uh, i mean uh, jump to scientific fact to prove that there is not a higher power and stuff like that but i have seen people coming from uh, uh, outside what you would call an urban setting Uh, then they are not necessarily atheist but the way they connect with the world around them is kind of they fit into the functional description of an atheist that is what we call atheist so i have seen people who don't believe that they they identify themselves as hindus but they mock the idea of a uh, uh, ganesha they mock the idea of a uh, shiva uh, they mock the idea because for them the, uh, there there is a form of ancestral worship it is also people who have lived before them become become deities in their mind not from a from a mythical point of view from a point of view that they have lived life and they have they pass on their experiences as as blessings so but in other forms in other aspects of life they are also functional atheist so we can't define atheism and theism as two buckets where atheism is a scientific way of thought and theism is something that uh, uh relies more on belief than on facts there in, is a there is another functional kind of atheism in india in at least in rural india where where your gods are necessarily not the god i mean any god is necessarily not a god unless he has been your forefather unless he has lived and walked on this earth as a human being he or she 
has lived and walked on this earth as a human being and is a father who is passing on knowledge that is a very functional form of theism in itself it it resembles atheism in a very in almost every ways possible yeah in in the sense that the, the movie is also critical of science right sn lakshmi has a very clear dialogue ni english marundu pota ya nelatha konnuduve he basically is critical of potent fertilizers and kamal also says like he, he says like science has done terrible things to the water table uh, instead like where end edathiliyum 25 adiki ni bore kuli thondunalum unak thanni kedikiradilla like you keep digging digging like think about it. this movie came out came out in 2004 right 15 13 years later aram comes out where there is a movie about a girl falling inside a bore well the ills that we like the, the problems that we created digging bores and not finding water and then just moving on to the next place and digging another bore and so on and so forth so like the, this like the movie is just like you it's critical of a lot of uh, a lot of things and it's not it, you can't just like the, the, there's this uh, you know how do i say this or, or broad brush order they people paint kamal movie the thing ah he's just suma being atheist and he's uh, you know he's saying that there's no god just to you know, get a rise out of people and that's not the case at all in this movie in the sense that it's a way, there's a very there's a far nuanced discussion about who or what is god and what is the relevance of god in terms of how you deal with life and so on and so forth so i think those are all like the, the the fact that there are pagan rituals and stuff that are now being institutionalized as part of hinduism there's a lot of there's a lot of like you know heavy topics you know that that are that you can start to glean through throwaway dialogues if you re- if you really think about it yeah one yeah, one other that's what makes it uh, sort of uh, as like we were talking about how complex the script is and uh, how many layers it has and how many throwaway details it has and 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 what what is marvelous for me in this film is he had a complex script and he also filmed it in the most uh, like in, in in visually it's 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 a standout film and it's probably where kamal the director uh, comes to the fore like like differentiating between uh, kotala devan's story and uh, virmandi's story for first for the first time it seems very obvious like when they say their stories uh, obviously not, the same scenes that happen again none of them are from the same angle or the same kind of uh, shot making i mean for, for the first time it look like it's the most obvious thing to do because there are two different people uh, telling the story but one they also don't make it uh, repetitive like it doesn't make you feel like you're seeing the same scenes again but but in a deeper level uh, they're filmed in a different pers- perspective and when you see virumandi's portion it feels more personal while the kotala devar narrated version feels like someone some a third person perspective is being filmed and someone is saying it in a very uh, cold way possible and there is no personal connect adi i i i disagree there but you go ahead and make your point because i have a thing there in the in the way and, they and, both yeah so so in kotala devar story you see a lot of in in a lot of scenes you see uh, pasupati with his hands tied behind his back and he's not doing anything he's like it's like a casual observer and uh, like even uh, even when he's when when virmandi the injured virmandi is whisked away to the hospital after the uh, temple function he's he's just standing back like he knows nothing and 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 for example the sandhyare song the sandhyare song begins during kotala devan's story the, we hear the chorus and then it just dies and it, it feels like it came in a very inopportune moment but the full song comes in virmandi's version and that's more uh, cheerful and analakshmi's perspective is what dominates uh, virmandi's portion for obvious uh, reasons and, and and the other thing i noticed was when virmandi is taken to the hospital 
uh, after he, he gets uh, injured I, i i saw pekaman wearing the uniform button down the way virumandi wears it at the end of the film uh, and, and 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 at that instance even ok shankar points out that the arwal is evidence uh, but uh, kothal devar shuts him down and you obviously don't see it in kothal devar's story so i so i think the, the visually the way the two stories are differentiated is is i think it's some sort of genius that he pulled off so so i wanted to t- uh, yeah just when you touched upon the way that both tell their stories there is one interesting thing that uh, like for tamil audience and people who know that this is a kamal film and who people are aware are always going in with thinking that kamal is the hero therefore he must be good and well, maybe he's the protagonist and therefore uh, pasupati must be the antagonist so therefore that doesn't that subtle point of how they tell their stories doesn't come out in the in 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 the understanding of it when kotala devan starts his story only you will know that this is an antagonistic or point of view or this is a point of view that is probably wrong because the uh, the right one is coming in the second half but for for neutral viewers who have who have not seen indian cinema in itself right there are subtle signs even in kotala's story right a lot of places where virumandi is glorified right virumandi is shown as a guy as a as a hero that kotalan isn't so it is also a reflection of his jealousy when he is telling that story there, there is a jealous way of telling a story and that is very subtly put in his recollections of virumandi is mostly as a guy he is trying to throw dirt on ama adi adi da nambuva ama idu da pannuva adu da pannuva but even there no there, there are a couple of scenes that where kamal is shown as the good guy doing the thing doing that idu na oor keludi vechiruven na oor keludi vechalum paravalla paadi na eludi vekkuren neenga eludi veinga so even in his story uh, kamal comes out as the good guy and that is mostly kothalan's jealousy at work because he is the one who is telling the story whereas in kamal's uh, thing you see all those emotions aside you see only a sentimental view of what has happened because he is speaking principally through loss the loss of analakshmi the loss of apatha the loss of uh, freedom in itself so so it's not explicitly stated but when you see the movie as a neutral person if you if you if you can erase the memory of kamal and tamil cinema in itself and watch this movie that is also brilliantly done for anyone who is seeing this movie you can actually make out what is true and what is not and in sense, that, yeah in the sense that kothal's narration right it feels disjointed because it is disjointed <laughs> like that is like that is the that's the reason it feels disjointed and i think max you you talk about like oh we could have done away with that section like like no that's you have to get that disjointed feeling when you're watching it i think like that's the reason it's there no i, I didn't want to do away with that section i want to do it the jail section uh, i just found some parts of the kotal narration wts that's all yeah because he's obviously not telling the truth he's picking and uh, choosing facts so he he says that virumandi murdered his apatha inadvertently but still he he splashed water in her face and she died uh, but that is obviously not true you don't know you you see the context of it later why he was doing that yeah and but i there i was slightly disappointed i was actually seriously thinking that uh, uh, pashupati would have killed her and i was like maybe that scene got cut out or what i was wondering because in you, my mind the way i was i mean i thought it was i thought it was like quite hilariously done in the sense that you could never say if you when you watch that's the other counterpoint right you can watch virumandi's story and still say you can still say with a certain amount of conviction that kothalan never lied 
yeah exactly i mean i mean you can you would expect someone like virumandi to come home drunk and do that to his apata Exactly. There's a certain level of uh, plausible deniability <laughs> that Kothan retains in the way yeah. that he tells the story. So, like, that's uh, I thought that it was it was fantastically done. You know, it's yeah. nicely done. But what in my mind, the way when she's died and he says this in my mind, because again, like like Ashoka said, like I know, okay, Pashupati is the bad guy. He must have done this. So, I every word he's saying in his narration is false, right? So, in my mind, the way I was thinking was that because she chides him, saying that uh, you know, I will teach my grandson how to farm and all that. You all go to hell. he comes and uh, accosts her at night trying to reason with her saying convince your grandson and when she says no maybe he sm- uh, smothers her and kills her that's what i was thinking that that reveal would happen and never happened so like okay this is like a natural death fine so the yeah see but uh, pasupati yeah, never does any direct uh, atrocities the way you would expect a villain to do right like for example even when uh, they tie up uh, analakshmi and stuff uh he, he is mostly just standing by uh maybe actually at that place he does but uh, in the other place he actually has like the people around him do stuff for him on his behalf yeah. rather than actually get his own hands dirty he is he is not that kind of a villain he is not that kind of a villain he, he hacks uh, nalavanayakar right that is again virmandi's uh, story right? virmandi's story yeah. that is not pasupati's yeah. story that's not pasupati's story yeah. you don't know whether he actually did it Yeah, and yeah, true. And, and the other uh, place where I see him uh, do something violent is uh, when they come in the jeep or when they come in the car and they watch. Yeah, he uh, one guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he throws the uh, uh, arwal and uh, that gets lost. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even there, if you look at his stance, it's a, it's that of a guy. No, I'm saying even if you do look at it there. after he hacks that guy he makes it sound as though the entire thing is virumandi's fault for having come there and making him do the whole thing because he didn't want right, to do right. any of this but then see that right. even virumandi's story what happens is they see that kothalan's uh, men are coming in and chinarasu kind of uh, feels that uh, macha this is a trap that i walk uh, they are setting a trap here and he is actively attacking virumandi right uh, and then not attacking back if he correct but that's not apparent that's not apparent from the car that is coming from a distance right that you see the two people are in a scuffle and the conversation that precedes that is a drunken conversation where uh, virumandi is uh, saying machana avana summa vadamatta kind of thing ellarum vetti potruven and then he has a conversation with analakshmi that is the critical information that kothalan missed in itself so he was not present there when she tells him that mannipu kekkuranda manisha ட்ராஸ்டிகலி constructed uh, artificial reality it is also part of what has happened but in the way that he sees it and in the way that virumandi sees it in the sense that you you are because because virumandi is played by kamala hasan right you are naturally inclined to believe his story more that's all that like you so when when virumandi says uh, kothalan uh, picked up his son and held him by one leg and threatened to drop him if i didn't let him escape 
right you are inclined to believe that more than when kothalan says that uh, virumandi uh, you know you know no uh, I, i think i think one point we are all missing is i don't think kothal devan knows why virumandi went to kondaras's place uh, i mean when he i mean yeah. he, he he just yes. finds him he has disappeared Uh, he doesn't know anlakshmi sent him there or anlakshmi said something to him that made him go there to uh, ask for forgiveness so nobody knows that so when you think about uh, so so what happens the scene after uh, the riot uh, uh, the violence so the, so the lawyers come home and they bring that ramarasa and try to pay him off and at that point pasupati uh, reinforces that he will he, he will go to jail and he says you didn't do anything nobody realizes that virumandi is actually telling the truth and he is not like just making up for, because anlakshmi is there they, they think that virumandi did something virumandi was part of them so he is obviously uh, indicted too so they don't realize it so i I, th- i think that is one of the most important themes of the film that like 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 i want to talk about this later i mean if you see the opening credits i thought i thought that the, the whole tv thing was it 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 it, it makes it look like a truth is a spectrum and everyone right from kotala devan to virumandi they all believe in things that they believe and nobody is deceiving of truth they are just deceiving of people but they don't but kotala believes that virumandi was part of everyone that night so obviously he also killed these people uh, so if you but there's one scene where you know that something is amiss because and again you still only know it you only still assume it because it happens in virumandi's narration this is the scene where virumandi takes the you know the mamatti and draws a scar on kotasami's head and he has yeah. to tie that white thing around him and then when he's about to say nang he's about to say kotalan also killed and kotalan looks at him and he says no nah, i right. only killed i only killed but again that you only hear that in virumandi like this virumandi's version of events right uh, and so the court in a if it becomes he said he said the court clearly has to take a stance in, uh, in some way and t- like take go on the side of uh, go on the side of the people who the the, the most corroborated version of events is kind of what could to stand uh, and uh, which 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 why that dialogue that virumandi says is like uh, if analakshmi was here i would probably not be in jail because he would have had another corroborating he would have had he would have had another corroborating you know evidence partner more than the fact that she was probably the brains behind the operation but <laughs> that that's uh, you know it, it it comes together as a whole really really well for me now like uh, ashoka said uh, if you look at it from a completely third neutral perspective the uh, kotala devar um, narration is actually it doesn't have that many holes in it i mean it's like the story is very believable the way at least he says it and wherever he chooses to hide whatever he wants to hide it's very believable of course that very animated discussion was only part 1 of our breakdown of the film we all felt like we had so much more to say so stay tuned for part 2 and potentially a very special additional guest thanks as always for listening and this is complicated to us signing off for the loot cabal